Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Phi Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to secure their own path to financial independence. My name is Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about why you shouldn't be fooled by the Santa Claus Rally. Now, you've likely heard about a Santa Claus rally before, but in case you haven't, it's a phenomenon that tends to happen in the few days following Christmas and into the new year where stocks tend to rally. While you'd likely welcome such a development after this year's market performance, today we'll discuss why jumping on board this rally could be a setup for a disappointment in the coming weeks. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Christmas is just around the corner, and if you're like many investors, then you likely have a year-end rally on your wish list. And if this is you, then you probably are in luck this year because history has shown that a so-called Santa Claus rally could be in the making in the weeks ahead. Now, make no mistake, after this year's bout of market volatility, many investors are looking for hopeful signs that their savings and retirement balances will once again be on the rise heading into the new year. And you know, history has shown that over the past few decades that Santa, more often than not, has brought cheer to the good little boys and girls on Wall Street in the final few days of the year. And so how do we know this? Well, looking at data going back over 40 years, our work suggests that the S&P 500 index has gained an average of around 1% in the six days following the Christmas holiday and into the first few days of the new year. And what's more, in the years where markets have had a negative year-to-day performance like we're experiencing this year, the markets tend to rally an average of 1.5% in a few short days. So the question on many investors' minds now is, is the Santa Claus rally possible and will it pave the way for a broader rally next year? Well, the short answer to this question is yes, but, you know, history has indeed shown that positive annual market gains have followed a sustained Santa Claus rally in years where we've seen down market performance. Make no mistake, however, 2022 has not been your typical year by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, while a bull market could be in the making for the coming year, there are several factors that suggest that we're likely to experience bouts of heightened volatility before markets finally transition over from a bull market, or I should say bear market, to a bull market. Now, the good news is that market sentiment appears to be showing signs of improvements, at least on the margins, which has been evident in higher prices among many parts of U.S. and global equity markets over the past six weeks. Now, amidst all this market moves, what's essential to understand is that the Federal Reserve has been a critical driver of market sentiment this year. If we kind of think back in its bid to quell this double-digit inflation that we're experiencing right now, the central bank committed to an aggressive policy response, raising interest rates six times since March and to their highest level since 2007. Now, markets have responded to all these moves by selling off sharply in anticipation of an economic and earnings recession. Overall, however, the economic slowdown that had been predicted didn't quite play out as many market watchers had anticipated. And, you know, by many measures, U.S. firms have adapted to rising input prices and slowing demand. 
ultimately allowing corporations to avoid the deep earnings recession that had been predicted just months ago. Now, what's more, heading into this year, many corporations demonstrated discipline with their cash reserves, while households have generally felt confident enough to spend freely despite signs of a growing stress in the overall economy. And as a result, many investors have taken these signs of economic resilience as an indication that maybe financial conditions aren't as bad as what was priced in earlier this year. And this point is essential because some investors believe that if the economy is in a better position to weather higher interest rates, then when the Fed eventually stops raising interest rates, the economy, corporate earnings, and the markets could bounce back sooner than expected. While there's no doubt that growth has been more resilient than expected, incoming data for the fourth quarter suggests that the economy could be headed for another leg lower. And this trend is likely to be exacerbated by the fact that it takes time for the effects of higher interest rates, as the Fed has set out to do, uh, to make their way through the economy at large. For example, if the Fed announced no further rate hikes tomorrow, the U.S. economy would likely to continue to slow for months ahead. And from this perspective, corporate earnings likely will face headwinds in the coming quarters as data reflects depleted consumer purchasing power evident in declining household savings and rising credit card utilization. Now, in anticipation of the slowdown, firms are increasingly reporting plans to let go of workers, which could set in motion a negative feedback loop for the economy. And you know, rising interest rates have already impacted consumers, and this is evident in declining housing affordability and also declining purchases of big-ticket items like automobiles. And while many corporations are holding on to high levels of cash on their balance sheets, those that are actively borrowing in the credit markets to fund their operations likely will see more of their operating cash flows diverted to debt service costs as interest rates rise and remain elevated. Now, barring other factors, we could finally see this strong labor market that the Fed has been pointing to and other policymakers have been pointing to in terms of a resilient economy finally turn a quarter as layoffs and hiring freezes become more widespread throughout the economy in the coming months. These weaker expectations are so prevalent now that they're baked into consensus growth expectations for 2023, with many economists once again anticipating an economic contraction in the first and second quarters of the coming year. So what does this all mean for the market environment? Well, given this outlook of a weakening economic environment, it's likely that market sentiment could decline in the months ahead. Indeed, the critical market narrative supporting market optimism among many investors this year has been the Fed pivot or buying in anticipation that policymakers will eventually stop raising interest rates. Nevertheless, Fed officials have been actively voicing their insistence since Powell's Payne remarks back in August that there's little evidence that the Fed is done raising interest rates anytime soon. And while we've seen a market rally in November, it's entirely possible that what we're looking at now is likely a simply a bear market rally. If we look at history as a guide back to 2008, large cap stocks rallied 27% between their November lows in 2008 and all the way out through January or early January of 2009, 
before markets eventually capitulated, leading to a bear market low just a couple of months later in March 9th of 2009. Now, overall, while some indicators suggest that a market bottom could be in the making now, like the recent bull bear spread trend that we see in the AAII Investor Sentiment Index, or the excessive spread between put-call ratios in the option markets, market participants are nevertheless navigating largely uncharted territory in today's markets. Putting it all into perspective, the Santa Claus rally would be a welcome development after this year's market disappointment. Even so, one would be wise to approach any year-end rally with caution. Certainly, there are many uncertainties regarding the current economic outlook, coupled with looming geopolitical uncertainties in Ukraine and China, which suggests that we may be looking at more volatility in the first half of 2023. And while economic data is currently in decline today, policymakers likely will wait until they see enough pain in the labor markets and declining inflation expectations before indicating that they could change their stance on monetary policy. As we look ahead to the coming weeks, the big takeaway here is not to be fooled by the Santa Claus rally. You know, while it may be tempting to jump on board the year-end rally should it arrive, conditions are still primed for disappointments and likely headed for a fresh bout of volatility in the first few weeks of the coming year. That's why a disciplined risk management approach and an eye for opportunity are likely sensible approaches as we look ahead into the start of 2023. Indeed, we recommend avoiding taking excess risk in the markets at this point, using recent rallies to rebalance the target allocations, and we'd also suggest keeping higher levels of cash on hand to weather prolonged market sell-offs to avoid selling securities at an inopportune time. Doing so may be an ideal way to preserve your path to financial independence mastery. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Fi Mastery podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email your questions to questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. Fi Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors' investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.